Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, submarinewife.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. We are back live tonight, so thanks for tuning in. Today is February 17th, 2009, and you're here with Wendy and Hillary. We have a great show planned for you, so hang out with us. We're going to give you some ideas to think about for spring break, some movie reviews. Um, In our deployment corner, we're going to talk about some tips to help you sleep better. So um, I think that's something that we could, whether your husband's deployed or not, I think uh, these tip, tips will help all of us. So, And then Hillary's going to check in with us on our fitness corner and her puppy and all kinds of things. So um, we, we want you to stick with us for the whole hour. We have a fun show planned. Hey, Hillary, are you there? I am here. How are you, Wendy? I'm great. I'm great. We've had two weeks off or a week yes. off or whatever. And it still feels like yesterday. I know, it today really I'm does. like, so, oh gosh, with that holiday yesterday, I thought, I'm thinking, oh, it's tomorrow night, and then about 2 o'clock this afternoon, I thought, oh gosh, today's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> For a minute there, I forgot what day it was of the week, so um, so yeah, so how you been? I've been good, I've been good. Um, I have a couple things to share with you guys tonight. I had a mystery package show up on my doorstep today. Oh, I'm you did. I'm going to tell you all about that. I did. And um, I read a book. Well, I say in this past two weeks, I read a book in about 36 hours. I had read the whole book. And um, I, this has been a rough week for me, but I, I've come out of it um, triumphantly, so I'm just going to share a little bit about that. Oh, the, great. Okay, well, cool. Weeks, and then, yeah. All right. Well, um, okay, so let's tell everybody um, that's new to our show, because I know we get new live listeners every week, kind of how our show works. And then we'll get into all of the details of the show. Um, uh, let's see. Um, I'm going through my list here. This is what happens when I try and not try and think on my own. <laughs> it's like, uh, first of all, let me say I'm in my office because remember the last time we did the show, I kept saying, yes. sometimes I do the show from my room. Sometimes I do it from the kitchen table. So I have no excuse not to be organized. Well, I'm going to take a picture of my little my little desk space here. So I have the I am up and um, the chat room up. So hello to everybody in the chat room. And uh, so whether you're, you know, we like to say whether your, hus- your husband is at home on shore duty or at sea, you're welcome here. It doesn't matter whether he's home or not. In fact, con- you know, considering mine's on shore duty, I need this hour. It's an hour of fun where I don't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yes, hang out with us. And Hillary, if you'll tell everybody how to IM us and call in and all Absolutely. that Absolutely. We have a few different ways for you to contact us, and we love, love, love to hear from you during the show. So if you have Yahoo Messenger, you can type in um, Navy Wife Radio, and um, we'll get you added, and you can talk back and forth with us. Um, also, if you're listening to us live, you can go to our page, and there's a little blinking button there that says Chat Live, and you can hit that, and Wendy and I are both in there. We're both under Navy Wife Radio, 
but we're usually different colors. So I guess Wendy's red tonight. I think I'm just a regular old black. So you can do that. You can also call us. Um, um, you can call into the show, and then we ask if you do call that you get in the chat room and let us know that you're calling in. That way, and like give us your area code from where you're calling. That way, um, we know that you're a legit caller. It's not maybe a wrong number or anything. So um, that number is 642. Oh, I just lost it. I'm sorry. I lost my place in my page here. Wendy, do you have that number in front of you? I do. I do as I'm writing in the IM. 646-652-4629 is our call-in number. I'll give it to you again, 646-652-4629. And we want you guys to call us. We want to hear from you. We want to know how your deployment's going. We want to know um, if anything is on your mind, if you have any questions, that kind of stuff. Yes. We just ask that you remember when you do contact us, especially if you're going to call in, um, that you remember OPSEC, which is Operational Security. We just want you to only give us your first name, no ship names or boat names or um, names in, junction, in conjunction with your command. And doing so, just make sure that um, everybody stays safe. You stay safe and your men stay safe. So very important. Very good, very good. Well, you know, we've got some folks in the chat room, and uh, Marla's going to moderate in the chat room for us while we're on the air. So isn't that nice? Yeah, it is. So it's so hard to, like, talk and have a conversation with you and then talk, follow my outline and then watch the chat room, and then if someone sends me an instant message, that usually throws me off the edge. And I'm like, <laughs> where, where am I? Um, so, so yes, yeah, so thank you, Marla. She's going to make sure everyone... Uh, questions get answered and keeps the keep the topics going in the chat room. So that'll work. Very cool. All right, so you guys know our show comes on pretty much every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. We like to do at least three shows a month, and we take we usually take one week off. Sometimes, if it's a holiday time frame, we might extend that. But we're pretty good about doing three shows a month. And unless we have something special, we've been known to do more than that too. So, but you can count on us. So we want to uh, ask you to make us a part of your routine, and um, we are happy to be here for you. And, and there's a show we make together, so it's not just us, it's uh, you and us making this show together, and that's what makes it work. So that, that's yes. why we're here, definitely. And we, we, we love feedback, and we love to get your information, and um, that, that just makes it so much more worth it for me, too, when we can hear somebody, hear from someone who says, oh, I listened to that show, and... That was my favorite or, you know, whatever. Yeah, and I got a great email today from the website. Um, Tara from the website sent us an email about, um, like, uh, spouse conference. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, we need to talk about this on the show. Because we had an event about a year and a half ago, and we haven't had anything lately. But she kind of asked some questions. And I thought we could talk about that later in the show. We could highlight what we did before and what we might want to do in the future if we're getting requests. So um, so that's coming up. But, um, okay, so, Hillary, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about our weeks. And if Sounds we have any funny, sh- any funny stories to share, I want to hear about your mystery package. And then, like I said, we're going to talk about um, spring break tips. We're going to talk about how to fall asleep, you know, when your spouse is deployed. It's probably the hardest thing to get used to, I think. I don't even think you really even get used to it when they're gone trying to fall asleep. So we're going to give you some te- some tips on how to get a good night's sleep. Good night's sleep. 
And uh, we'll be right back right after the break, so hang out with us. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. We'll be right back after the break. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Welcome back. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and this is Wendy, and I'm here with Hillary, and we're happy to have all of our live listeners and everybody listening to us on demand. So, Hillary, how was your week, or two weeks? Well, I have to say, I don't know. I really haven't pinpointed the reason for it yet. And I I wrote a little blog about it on uh, My Mill Life yesterday or the, the day before. I'm not really sure. Um, just about something that's been going on. I don't know if it was that. Yeah, it was. We were coming up on one month that he since he's been gone. Yesterday was one month since my husband deployed, or if it was Valentine's Day, or you know hormones, or I don't know what it was. But I was just like, I was just an emotional wreck. Like I was not, not even. It wasn't all even like sad. It was just I don't know. I was a mess. Like a break. So I had. Sorry. I had ordered. Um, my military one source books, and one of those books was um, Sarah Smiley's Going Overboard. And I thought, and it came in the mail, and I was having a rough day, and I was like, oh, perfect, Sarah Smiley, you know, she'll make me laugh. She'll make me feel better. Well, I have to say, while Sarah Smiley is very funny, this book was not, like, you don't leave the book saying, oh, that was a funny book. I cried from the first page to the 267th page where it ends. I cried the entire time. When I when when she was funny I cried. But mostly I just cried because it was all about a deployment. And yeah. yeah. The difference between I'll honestly say, of little blurbs I've read about other people's deployments and the difference in her book was that her husband's a pilot. So everything she spoke about was about naval air. And people and I I never knew anything about naval air before because I lived in a sub base town so I knew Lots of stuff about, you know, submarines, but I had no idea what it was like, you know, to have somebody who, you know, was on a carrier, who did, you know, it's just a completely different world, really. So she, you know, like buzzwords like terminal and detachment, you know, and things like that, and she, uh, just some of the things she said were just like too connective, you know, they were too familiar to me to be able to read this book and, and not be, you know, emotional about it. And I will say that I think everyone should read it. I'm sending it to my mom because I want her to read it. Oh, that's it, it was, a great idea. Well, you yeah, know, was, tell everybody. Did you? Did I? I might have missed this because I was reading the chat. Sorry that I'm like not very good at double tasking. But <laughs> did you tell everybody how you got the book? Um, yeah, there are my military one source books. Yes. Um, we've talked a couple times about um going on and signing up on military one source, and you can go 
it's I, I had a hard time. I think it's kind of um, I don't know. Maybe it was just me, but I couldn't find it at first. But it's like if you go to the library, that's where you order them from. So I just picked out a couple of them and um, got them. And I got them within a week. Some people are taking longer, I hear, but I got mine within a good week. Um, so yeah, but I'm sending mine to my mom. And um, the one thing I really like about it, and the reason it was so emotional to me, is because she does a wonderful job of explaining the weird emotions you go through. Like, she was just so ready for her husband to leave. She was mad at him, and they had a fight, and she was like, I'm so glad you're leaving, you know. And people would say, you know, why would you ever say that? But, you know, stress and tension and pre-deployment emotions can drive you to say something like, that's a good thing you're leaving because I just might kill you. You know, right before they <laughs> well, leave. Well, you know, it. I think that it's kind of one of those things where we all, everyone, it, it, it happens to a lot of us. I won't say everyone. Yeah. But you think that you're the only one. Because yeah, people I know. talk about how amazing their husband is. People talk about how much they love their husband. Nobody <laughs> in the world could love their husband more than they love their husband. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you hear exactly. all the good, amazing stuff, but people just don't say, you know what, I am, like, fighting with him. I wish he would hurry up and go. Yeah. Because yeah. And she, uh, yeah. she talks about that a lot and just uh, just about how there was such a, like, a gulf between the two of them before he ever left, you know. It was like you can see it and it's hovering over you. It's kind of like I described it one time as, like, you're going, you're at the beach, and it's a really, really awesome day at the beach, but you can see, um, you know, miles away that there's a storm rolling into the beach and you know you're going to have to leave soon because that storm is on its way. Right. And if you if you get caught in it, you know, you're you're going to get you know, rained on and lightning and all that stuff. So it's kind of like that feeling of, like, dread, like you know it's going to happen, but you're just trying your best to hold on to, to what you have now. And she just does such an amazing job of explaining those feelings and – to the point where I think somebody who is not in a military relationship could read it and finally grasp the concept of, you know, I just wish he was gone already. And um, so I really liked it. I really liked that about it. And, and she's so honest. She's on, She's more honest than I would ever be. And I'm, I'm not going to tell you, you know, anything else about it because I want everybody else to go read it. But, I mean, brutally and, like, shamefully honest, I mean, she is just, and I admire that so much because people get so much more out of what you say when when you're being honest, when you're not holding anything back. And um, but yeah, it was a very emotional book. I wish I would have read it like before he left instead of while he's gone. But you know, whatever. You know, this is you know I read it now for a purpose. So I was just having you know a really a really rough time and um. And I think it was just, you know, everybody probably goes through lows. You know, you're having a really, I'm having a fabulous day today, but, you know, yesterday was, was uh, kind of crappy. And um, But um, so that's what I've been doing this past week. I've been staying at the gym, and I wrote a little update about my, my fitness quest. And I um, haven't lost, as far as the scale goes, I've only lost about five pounds. But we that's redid good. our... It is good for like two weeks. We read it, we read it our body mass indexes and our fat percentages and stuff. Right. And both of those went down four points. So wow. things are changing, you know. Good job, and, Hillary. Good yeah, good and job. I can tell you, like, I didn't have to see the numbers to tell you that things are changing because I am in pain. Let me <laughs> tell you, like, walk. Oh my gosh, I just can't. Like, our our trainer is really good and he's really 
like motiva- he's really motivational, but he's also like if he if you do a push up and you know it, you don't go down far enough, it doesn't count. You know, you have to. It's like you know it's serious stuff. So, um, but yeah, and, and it's really fun as well. Um, so uh, yeah, then that's and I'm just trying to keep up. There are some days I really don't want to go, but after I go, I feel really good. And uh, we had a group workout on Sunday. And so, like, if you watch The Biggest Loser, that's the kind of stuff we did, like, outrageous stuff that I think is just stupid. Like, for 15 minutes straight, we we did this, like, um, like at one point we were jump roping, and one point we were, like, jumping from the floor onto a step, and all the stuff, and, like, my knees were killing me. And I'm like, I'm 28 years old. I shouldn't feel like this. And that's just a sign of, you know, how little I was doing before. So, but everything's going really well, and then as far as my puppy goes, um, he, we had a sad day today because Mr. Cow has died. He has ripped him into pieces. Oh, no. And that was the toy. When we got the puppy, my husband and I went to PetSmart, and my husband, quote, unquote, he, he picked it out. You know, the puppy picked out this toy. So, uh, you know, it was like his first toy we've had. So he ripped it to pieces, and I, I had to throw part of him away, but I kept the, like, cow. It's like a ball, and the ball is covered in a cow. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, so it's his cow. So we kept the little cow part, but, yeah, it was very sad. He was kind of disappointed, I think, when he saw it rip open, and, you know, he didn't bounce across the floor anymore. I know our dogs always seem to manage to tear out the squeaky part. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. real, I know, and he was just very sad to see his toy laying dead. So, well, that's my quick updates, and I have to tell you my mystery package story. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, you and, know what? Um, I, I got a message from Marla. Let me just tell the listeners okay. this real quick. So she, Marla, who's monitoring the chat room, checked Military One Source, and Sarah's book is currently, like, I don't, I guess I, I could say sold out maybe or not available yeah. at this time. So if you're listening okay. to us now and you want to get Sarah's book on Military One Source for free, um, keep checking back and hopefully they'll order more. If not, you can always get it on Amazon for like it's like twelve bucks or something. So yeah, it's pretty inexpensive. And it's worth it, I promise. And yeah. and like we talked about, like when you're done with that book, give it to someone else. Hand it off because a book like this does not need to stay stagnant on a bookshelf, you know, for five years. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Send it, you know, spread the love. Spread the love, so, and then you can listen to her interview. I think we did the interview. We go through the archives, and there's two interviews with Sarah. So if you want more Sarah, I'll tell people they can search there. Um, I don't know the dates off the top of my head. I'll, I'll see if I can find them while we're on the air. But, um, but okay, go ahead. So tell me about okay. your mystery package. I so I, right before, the, it was like a quarter after six, and I really had to run to the next because I'm out of shampoo, and I knew if I waited until after the show, they're going to be closed. So I, I got in the car, and I opened the garage door, and, you know, it slowly goes up, and I see the UPS van behind in my driveway. So he came up, and I got in my car, and I was like, oh, thanks, you know, and um, he handed me two packages. And I couldn't, for the life of me, imagine that it was my husband's birthday present, which I just ordered on Sunday. I was like, that can't be it, but, you know, so I, I had no idea what it was, and I, I opened it up. And then the first package was a book, a C.S. Lewis book, and... um. I was like, okay, there's no sender or anything in it, and I can't figure out who it was, so I put that down, and I opened up the second package. And in the second package is one of the most amazing handbags I've ever seen in my life. It's zebra print on the outside and has, like, red detail, 
and red straps, and then inside it's like tan and red. And I'm looking at this bag, and I'm scanning the list of people who would send me a random gift, and I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. You don't think has, it's a birthday gift? Well, well, I know my birthday is coming up, but uh, but the the like I my first inclinations, these people would not have this good of taste, right? <laughs> I mean, like I love my mother. We just don't have the same kind of taste in things. I don't give my husband that much credit in a million years. Um, you know, he loves me, but handbags are not his forte. So I'm thinking, you know, I sent a text message. Maybe to, he has a personal shopper. Well, see, I sent a text message to my okay. number one suspect. I sent him a text message, and he has yet to reply. Oh, So okay. we will see, but I have a feeling. But the thing about it is I can't figure out. Like, for for Christmas, it's Santa Claus, you know. For Valentine's Day, it's Cupid. Like, what is this, the birthday fairy? Oh, is that who it is? I don't, maybe so. It might be. I don't know, but I'm very anxious to find out who in the world has such amazing taste to send me this handbag. <laughs> I just can't explain to you. Like, I wish I could show this person my face when I opened it up because I love this bag. And I am a bag person. And my husband doesn't understand it all, and he makes fun of me because I I like big handbags. Okay, and, so um, what's it look like? A zebra or a giraffe? Zebra print on the outside. Okay. It's like well, it's it looks it's white and black. It's like zebra print on the outside, or um, black and white. <coughs> I'm sorry, excuse me. Will you be quiet, please? Those are like a, supposed to be the end things, right? <laughs> it is. It's real. It's gorgeous, and then it's got like. It's got red details on it, so there's like a red zipper and red handles and, and stuff. And I just opened it up, and at first I saw the print, and I was like, what is this? I hope it's for me. You know, I, I don't know what it was. but So, um, and I, I already used it because I was at the next, in the parking lot when I opened it. So I went in with it and everything. And I just, I mean, seriously, it's it's awesome. And I'm going to take a picture of it and post it. Yes, please do. I guess, we all want to see it. I guess now that you say that, it might be giraffe. It's black and white. But, but it's, it's black spotted, and white, so. though. So that's, okay, so that's a zebra. Black yeah. Zebras are black but and I, white. I don't know what animal it is that inspired this thing, but either way, <laughs> it's pretty fabulous. Oh, well, so, well, I'm happy for you. That's great. I know. Everybody I'm wants a deployment fairy to drop gifts during I, Exactly. Deployment there time. you go. Deployment fairy. That's a good name. Deployment. Series. We're gonna have to, yeah, name this thing. Well, you know, the Shopaholic movie came out this weekend, and uh, I don't know if you've seen the previews for it. Confessions of a Shopaholic. I have. Uh, you have? Okay, so I went to go see it on Sunday. I don't have much exciting news or any surprise packages to report, but <laughs> I did go see the Shopaholic movie. And since you were talking about bags and 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 the love of of uh, you know handbags. I had read the book written by Sophie Kinsella. She has a whole series out. I don't know if anybody in the chat room has ever heard of the whole Shopaholic series, but it's Confessions of a Shopaholic, Shopaholic Takes Manhattan, Shopaholic Has a Baby, Shopaholic Gets Married. I mean, I guess I said it backwards, but it's like five or six books. And I haven't read all of them, but um, it's really light, funny, comedy reading Um and, you know, anytime you read a book and then you go see the movie, you're always kind of like, is it going to be as good or is it going to be a letdown? And it's actually the combination of two books, that movie. 
for first two. And and I would have to say I'd give it like almost a four out of five. It was good. It was funny. It wasn't as good as the book, of course, but um, I would say it's a good movie to go and see on a, you know, with I your want boyfriend. to see it. I do. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth, you know, some movies aren't worth going to see in the theater, but um, it's cute. Now, have you seen the previews for He's Just Not That Into You? I have. I, I saw that, that movie. What I did didn't think? see it. I saw it was good. Now, I, again, that was during my, like, two-week span of being mad at the world because my husband was deployed. So anytime I see anybody kiss, I'm like, I hate you, you know. Like any, uh, you know, any like commercials or movies or anything, I'm like, oh, that's just so typical that they'd be kissing because he's not on a boat in the middle of the ocean, you know. I get very cynical about it. So anyway, um, it was a really good movie. It was, you kind of have to take it, I think, in stride because it's, it's, um, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's like, it's kind of one of those movies where in some way or other, everybody is connected. So you're watching the stuff unfold and you're like, oh my gosh. What is she gonna do when she finds out? You know, and you're like, oh, but that's somebody else. You know, that's he. He's dating the other person. You know, and stuff like so. So it's definitely one of those like it's all connected. It's a small world kind of movies. Um, and some things, you know, things happen that you know obviously they happen in real life, but I feel like sometimes they get glorified in the movies and. But um, no, it's really cute and and you know it's it says a lot of truth and that you know like if. If he's not calling you, you know, he doesn't want to call you, and the girl's, like, sitting there waiting for her phone to ring. You know, she's staring at her phone, and then it's never ringing, and then she finds out that it was unplugged from the wall. So she plugs it back in and then calls him and is like, hey, my phone was unplugged. Just wanted to make sure you didn't call me. Oh, no. You know, and stuff like that. And um, one part, she says, um, this guy she just met was going to call her that night, but she he didn't call her, but... She he knows she knows he hangs out somewhere, so she's gonna go do a drive by and see if he was there. Okay. And um, I thought that was hilarious because you know she just met him, but she's gonna go drive by his favorite you know hangout spot and you know quote unquote run into him, and um, which made me laugh because I mean I can't tell you how many times in high school my girlfriends and I drove by, you know guys' houses like he's there, why isn't he picking up the phone? You know, because you know you're that desperate when you. Right. 18, I guess, well, but. you know, I somebody in the chat room was saying that um, all the funny parts were in shown in the previews. They went to see. Yeah. It. And so I have. I don't know if you have this rule, but I, if I can help it, I try not to watch any previews of any movie. Like if it's coming yeah. on TV, I'll just turn off or mute or whatever, look away. And I know it's hard, but it, it's worth it. Um, you know the other move, and the other thing before I forget is um, I went to see that movie Taken. Have you seen this no, movie? No, I I Liam love movies Neeson? like that, but I, I it's hard for me to watch them without somebody that it's okay for me to like hang on to. Oh gosh, well this is the movie where they take his daughter. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we went. We we played played hooky on Friday afternoon, and we went, and um, it is so much better than I thought it was going to be. It's not gory. It's not too, you know, um, I don't know what else. It's not too graphic, you know. Uh Um, The subject matter is pretty intense. So, you know, if you want to know the whole, I didn't really know anything about the movie other than uh, his daughter got take was taken 
and I had Craig go on family.org and determine whether or not it was a movie to take Christian to, and he's like, definitely not. So I said, okay, I'm like, but I don't want to know any of the spoiler alerts. So that was all that I knew. So if you really, you know, for if you're listening and you're not quite sure if it's for you, go on to a, like a movie review site and, and just kind of skim through it and see if it's appropriate for you. Because um, I know everyone's, you know, different on what kind of movies they like. But um, it was really heavy and really good. And, yeah, it's. I would say that's close to like four and a half. So what kind of what kind of rating do you give the uh, he's just not that into you, Hillary scale? Oh, maybe a three. A three, okay. If you're if you're you know not sitting at home by yourself while your husband's away, you might enjoy it a little bit better. But like I said, I'm <laughs> I'm just very cynical right now with my husband being gone. So, um, you know, so yeah, I'll say about a three. And I love suspense movies like that. So I'll have to find somebody to watch that movie with. Yeah, it's because a good one. I don't. I can't watch things like that alone, or else all the noises in my house become, you know, threatening. Yeah, Liam Neeson. He does a great, great job. So, okay, all right. So let's move to the next thing. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about um, our two uh, segments tonight: what to do for spring break and our deployment corner. We're going to talk about um, how to, some tips to help you sleep better at night. And um, we have a couple questions that we're going to answer to you from the blog. So hang out. We'll be right back. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. We'll be right back after the break. Hi, this is Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck and Join the Navy, the cartoon. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio on MilitaryLifeRadio.com. Okay, we're back live tonight. This is fun. We haven't been here in a couple of weeks, so kind of got out of the groove. But um, Hillary, I have some good news to report. Now that I've just played that Hey Ship Shipwreck promo, okay, I, I get to go to Banger in a couple of weeks. Oh, really? So you I get do. to meet? I'm so excited! Mr. Hey so, Shipwreck himself. I know. I get to meet. <laughs> I get to mix work with fun, and so I've sent him an email and said, "Hey, are you going to be available the first week of March?" And um, so I'm hoping that we can do an in-person interview. And, oh, how uh, much fun would that be? I'm, wouldn't that I'm be so great? Jealous. Yeah. Because so. I have to tell you, I love Hey Shipwreck. <laughs> I truly do. I know. It's I kind mean, of addicting. You know, you kind of... It is. Uh, yeah. And what we're I talking about love... is Pat Rabby from Hey Shipwreck. And if you don't know who we're talking about, I'll give you his web address. It's Tube Days, D-A-Z-E. Dot com. It's spelled a little bit different. Or you can just Google Hey Shipwreck, and you can find all the past uh, web uh, shows that he's put on. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah well, it's pretty, pretty cool. Here. Yeah. First week of March. Yeah. So, so far, Lord willing, I'll be up there. I've never been to the Pacific Northwest. I've never been to Seattle. I've never had real Starbucks coffee up there, although I hear that there's even better coffee than Starbucks up there. So I'm excited. So if we get any listeners, if we have any listeners that are in the Bremerton area, Kitsap, send me an email. And while I'm up there, maybe we can have like some sort of little mini coffee thing or something. I don't know. Maybe we could have an audience when we interview Pat. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm afraid now. We'll see what happens. Will you be there on a Tuesday? Yeah, I'll be there for like Sunday through Friday. 
We'll have. Well, you should do the show from a coffee shop. Oh, that's a great idea. And then, like you know, send the email, find the coffee shop. Pat can be there, and then like maybe hopefully you can find a couple listeners who are there, and they could come. You could have a live audience. Yes, yes. Okay, so if you're listening to us and you live in the Bremerton area, you can send me an email. So you can we can try and put something together. I think it'd be fun. Hopefully, Pat would be open for it. I think he would be. Um, yeah, I think that'd be cool. So okay, all right. So we're like halfway through the show. So let's go on to our next segment so we have enough time to get through everything. I was looking at, um, you know, we were planning out the shows. I was looking at what's coming up within the next month or so on just the regular calendar. And our spring break is in a month from now. When is your spring break? It's the week of March 16th. Oh, wow. I know. Normally it's right around Easter. My parents are flying out here for their spring break. Oh, really? So, and it's in April. My parents and my brother are all coming here. I'm kind of scared and excited at the same time. So I think it'll be neat. Oh, look, um, Marla writes, a Starbucks edition of Navy Wife Radio. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Um, uh, Well, I think that's great that your parents are. you? Well, it'll be okay. Don't get too freaked out. Well, I... I mean, I have to I have to say, my my parents miss me very much, but I'm a very independent person. So I haven't lived with them for over a year. So and I like, you know, my house and 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 being a grown up and stuff, so it'll just be interesting to have them here, you know, living with me for a week, you know, in my kitchen. Right. In my bathroom. You know, and at home, at least, my parents had a separate bathroom and my brother and I had a bathroom. Here, we will all share one communal, you know, space. So it'll be interesting. And I do miss them. I'm happy that they're going to be here. You know, we're going to go out a lot and go show them around. Um, So, you know, it's a good thing. It'll just be interesting. I'm sure I'll have lots of great stories. I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear. So we know what you're going to do for your spring break. Okay, so here's a couple of things that are happening in the chat room. Tara says she's going, she has the best one of the night already, I can tell you. She's going on a cruise to the Bahamas for spring break. Oh, wow. I know, I'm jealous already. Exciting. I have me too. I've never yeah. been on a cruise. And Sam says she's going to go to D.C. to visit her parents. So that would be cool. I think that would be cool to go to D.C. I've never been there either. Um, me either. Yeah, so, okay, so here's a list, and you guys, you know, chime in with your own things that you can do for spring break. Um, The top of the list, which is kind of like the no-brainer if you live near, you know, Orlando, with the free ticket, or Disneyland, um, with the free tickets to Disney World or to Disney, you guys could, you know, try and stay on base or on the actual property. Shadesofgreen.org is the hotel for military families in um, Disney, at Disney World in Orlando, but I imagine you have to book fast. So that website was is is shadesofgreen.org. I think that would be probably on my top five. I won't be going down to Florida for spring break this year, but um, but I think that would be fun. And the other thing is, you know, no matter where you go, whatever kind of trip you take. I think sometimes we forget, you know, to try and check um, base lodging 
to see what might be available. And one of the things I learned today is whether you stay at, like I'm going to use the Navy Lodge, for example, um, whether you stay at the Navy Lodge or what used to be called the TVQ or the BOQBEQ, um, it's now called Navy Gateway Inns and Suites. The, it, they, they share, the Navy Lodge and Navy Gateway Inns and Suites, share the same central reservation line, which I think is really cool. And so you can check both you know, properties on a base. So the Navy Lodge might be $72 a night, let's say, but the Navy Gate, Gateway Inns and Suites or the TVQ, BOQ, they're usually a lot cheaper, like half that price, like 35 So how many of those places have you stayed in, Wendy? Like how many different places have you stayed in their BEQ? Um, well, okay, okay, for Navy, not that many. But like I, recently, you know, I just came back from Mayport and stayed at the Navy right. Lodge, which is oceanfront. I've stayed at the TVQ there at Kings Bay, which is near Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I've stayed at a couple of Air Force-based lodging places, and their their temporary lodging for families is like a three-bedroom apartment or almost like housing. You get like a full kitchen, bedrooms. I mean, it's just amazing for like 50 bucks a night. That's um, – Yeah, that's, or you can um, – Go ahead. They have like <clears> – I know in Kings Bay, I've stayed in Kings Bay and I've stayed here. In Kings Bay – they had like just redone it, and it was like a living room and a full kitchen, yeah, and like a, a good sized bathroom. And so we're like, so when I came out here and we got married and we lived in a hotel, we're like, well, if there, if it's like Kings Bay, you know, it would be fine to stay there for a month. And it was a one bedroom converted barracks room with a sink outside of the bathroom. Oh wow! So you like I would, which would be fine if we were gonna stay there for a week, but I was there for a month and a half. So, um, you know, depending like on your plans, yeah, yeah. my, well, my kitchen sink and my bathroom sink were the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Check I would the website. Just go to Navy Lodge. Um, I'm going to get the website for you real quick. I had it, but it disappeared from my screen, so I'll come back to that in a second. Um, but it depends on, you know, just military.com has a great um, installation section where you can look at all of the different installations across the United States, click on it, look up their their lodging, whether it's Air Force Base, Army Base, whatever. We've stayed at Fort McPherson in Atlanta before, driving mm-hmm. from Georgia to Tennessee. Old barracks rooms, it seemed like. You could hear the TV on in the neighbor's room. <laughs> um, yes. But it was like 30 bucks a night. Now, compare that to where we stayed at Air Force Bases where – it's sort of like what you were talking about at Kings Bay, where you have a separate living room with a pull-out sofa, a kitchenette, a, 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 like almost like a suite, a master bedroom with a door that has a bathroom inside of there as well. Um, so you never know what you're going to get, but the point is, like wherever you're traveling, if you need to stop over overnight, always check first your base installation and see what kind of lodging they have. I think that's my number one tip I could give everybody. Um, the web address for the Navy Lodge, it is navy-lodge.com. That's navy-lodge.com, and, um, which I think is great. And there's the reservation link right there. And when you call that number, 
they'll also they're also central reservations for Navy Navy Gateway Inns and Suites for both. And um, to find the numbers to other installations, whether it's Air Force or Army, the best thing I think, if unless you have like the um, like I have the Military Times, Navy Times um, installation guide. If you subscribe to the Navy Times, that comes out once a year. I have that, or you can just go to military.com and search for installations, and they have a full list by map. It's really cool. So yeah, um, and you can always check what's going on with the local MWR too, because they have all kinds of great things. Um, let's see what else can I tell you about. Let me go back to my list. Okay, so let's say that you're not going to go anywhere far away. Um, one of the things that we've done in the past is if you've got kids, is to camp in the backyard. I know that sounds crazy, but it's actually fun for your kids. And you don't have to spend the night all night out there. You can just start out out there and see how they do. And then if you have to come in, then that's fine. But um, it gives the kids something fun to look forward to. So that's something. Or you can plan a day trip. Um, whether you go to a zoo that's nearby or plan something that's completely different that you guys have never done, maybe a day theme park or something like that. And um, if you don't have kids, you know, to travel someplace with a girlfriend. And my only tip with that is if you happen to have kids and you go with your girlfriend, make sure you have separate rooms because I've done that before. Thank goodness we had separate rooms because we all need our space, (laughs) no matter how good of a friend you have. I Um, agree with you. You know, when your kids are are cranky or when her kids are cranky, you want to be able to just retreat to your own private space. Yeah. I think that's a very – also saves your friendship, too. (laughs) You want to get mad because your kids are acting up. But um, so, yeah, so – and see what's around – we talked about this before, but see what's around your local area and if there's any parks or – Let's see, I'm getting an IM. Yep, um, Marla writes, you know, check out your local national parks and see what's available. And um, I had a couple of websites to give out to you guys. These are the two my favorite sites for booking travel. Not that I'm a world traveler, but these are the ones I like. Uh, Travelocity.com, very easy to use, and you can book your rental car with them too. Or Hotwire.com. And Hotwire, it's not always cheaper, but a lot of times it is. Hotwire is, have you ever heard of Hotwire, Hillary? Yes, I have. You have, yeah. So you don't get to pick your flight time, but you get the best, cheapest rate that they have available. Which, honestly, I'll say about that is, that that personally saves me decision-making. Because sometimes it doesn't matter what time I leave, I just want the cheapest flight. So if you're just looking for a cheap flight and you have, like, a couple days, you know, a couple, like, you could leave Thursday through Saturday, Hotwire is a great place to go if you're flexible. Yeah, I booked Hotwire tickets to Chicago once, and it was great. It was cheaper, and um, recently I used them when I booked my rental car when I went to Florida, and it was, like, half the price. It was half the price to have wow. my car in um in Florida. But now I've try I've checked their rates once I go to Banger and I probably won't get a car there. If I do it'll probably only be two days because it's not any cheaper. It's the same price mm-hmm. as Travelocity. So if it was less expensive I probably would consider it, but I don't want to spend too much money. I wanna 
spend it on? I don't know what yet. Coffee? I don't know. <laughs> Bring back coffee for Craig. I don't. I'm not a huge coffee drinker myself, but um, but at fifty bucks a day, a rental car can get expensive really fast when you're there a whole week. So I might only get it for two days and see how that goes. But uh, but those are my two tips for websites and to to help with your stress level when you're going away for spring break. Um, have you seen this show, John and Kate Plus Eight? Are you asking me if yeah, I've seen have seen it? Have you seen it? John and yeah. Kate Plus Eight? Yeah, I think we talked about this before. Yeah. She I saw her packing for her family of ten to go on a trip. And uh-huh. she booked she packed separate suitcases for the kids. And I thought that was a great idea. So you have your kids have their own separate suitcase and you have your own separate suitcase. That way you're not mixing things, and um, and she starts. Of course, she's real. She has to be organized, so she starts packing like a week in advance. So that would be my tip there: start mm-hmm. packing early and give your kids, if you can, their own separate suitcase. That way, they have all their stuff separated, and it's just theirs and easy to keep track of. Versus mingling everybody's all together, because when they're little, I mean, you can put, you can just get one huge big suitcase and throw everything in at once but um they have these little rollaways christian used to have a little scooby-doo one and we would always put his stuff in there i um before i got married i've never had a pack for more than one person before but i was like you know we can probably fit my husband and i stuff in one suitcase and we ended up taking three <laughs> two really big ones and then one kind of medium-sized one and his went in the small of course his stuff went in a small suitcase, but we still had three suitcases, so. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's good to have, um, if you can try and pack separate suitcases, then that, that eases the stress, I think, of what to pack. And, and then I put on here, um, other tips for spring break would be pack light, and light, healthy snacks so your kids aren't all sugared up. And... Um, if you oh I know this is the part thing, if you don't have kids you know um, talk to a girlfriend and even if you just plan a day trip or a weekend trip with your girlfriend someplace new, then that would be fun too, and so those are my tips for spring break and how to have fun. Um, and start planning now because you know a month you might think oh that's just so far away I, I have time to plan well it'll be here before you know it. Absolutely. It'll be two weeks from now like a, in a, in like five minutes it'll be two weeks from now. <laughs> So make your reservations, you know, check out the base lodging to save money and um, and um, do as much planning and list making as you can ahead of time to help with your stress level. And then you can enjoy just a, whether it's a day away, a weekend away, or a whole week, uh, a way to rest, rejuvenate, relax, take time for yourself. Um, I think it would be a good thing. I think it would be a great thing. So that's our tips there. All right, so let's see. What else do we have to talk about tonight? Um, I want to, oh, gosh, this is a big thing. I had gotten a question about this on the blog. Um, And it it basically was along the lines of, you know, how do you you get used to sleeping by yourself when your spouse is deployed? How do you fall asleep? And I don't, that's, I've had more than one person ask me that question because I think our sleeping pattern just changes when our spouses deploy. Mm-hmm. We stay up later. 
because we don't we can't fall asleep. We yeah. check all the doors. We check, you know, we look outside. We make sure everything's triple locked, quadruple locked. Go to bed. You're like, I can't remember if I locked that door or not. And so you go down and check it three times to make sure it's it's locked. That's right. Because I can never remember if I locked the door. Ever. And you just try and keep really busy, and then your kind of your energy at level is up more than it might otherwise yeah. be in the evening. And so it's just hard to settle down and get a get into an evening routine. So I thought next we could talk about, you know, what are some things that work for us that help us get a good night's sleep. And I'm hoping the ladies in the chat room will also chime in with their tips um, to to share with how do they relax when it's time to go to bed and they just can't fall asleep or can't get a good night's sleep. What do they do? Um, and so here's some, and hopefully you have a couple, Hillary, that you I do. Able, okay, good. Um, sure. I'll do a couple, and then you can, we'll kind of switch off. Um, my number one um, thing, and I did do some research, I did some reading, and um, you know, one of the things that can really make a difference is being active during the day, so that you're physically tired or or more tired mm-hmm. um, when it's when it comes time to go to bed. And that, you know, I know no one wants to hear this, but you know, exercise is a really good thing. Absolutely. Even if you just spend 30 minutes, you know, start small, but to get a good, get your heart rate up, get a sweat going, um, that's one of the best things that you can do. That way at the end of the day you'll reap the benefit of that so you can have a a sound sleep at night. So that was one of them. And uh, we've got quite a few to go through, but the other is not so, you know, it's more practical than amazing a tip, but it really take the time during a deployment or any time really to, if you're not eating that healthy, to make a commitment to try and eat a little bit healthier, especially if you're having trouble sleeping at night. That will really help you because you're feeding your body with good nourishment, right? So I don't know, have you noticed a difference in your sleeping pattern now that you've been on your... Well, I, I will definitely say yes because, like I said, he's been gone before, like we've talked about before, my husband has been gone before, but not on deployment. Um, and I know that my body is physically ready to sleep at night because I was at the gym for two hours, you know, and then I came home wow. and cleaned my house, and then and I'm, I'm like, tired. Um, but, you know, sometimes even when you're tired, but you're, you know, in, in, your, in this huge bed that, you know, something's missing, you know, when you're in, when you go to sleep, um, it can still kind of keep you awake at night. And um, when I first became a military wife, and I, I have a friend who I'm very close to who lives in Macedonia. Um, she's stationed there with her husband, who's a Marine. And she told me, she said, when he's gone, I sleep on a couch. I said, my couch is comfy. She said, show me her couch is comfy, and she just has, you know, her pillow and her blanket down there, and she sleeps on the couch because it's easier for her to be okay by herself on the couch than it is to be okay by herself in her bed. And um, for a long time, I did that from the day he left to the day he came home. I sleep on my couch. And I do that, I would say, off and on for the past month that he's been gone. You know, sometimes I'll just go to sleep on the couch. But if I'm really tired, you know, and I think I can go to sleep, I go upstairs. But um, you'd be surprised. Even though your couch might not be as comfortable as your bed, um, I think you just feel better about being by yourself, you know, in a smaller space, in a different space, you know, somewhere you're not so used to, you know, like waking up for two or three minutes 
at 2 o'clock in the morning and seeing your husband there next to you. Because I'm a light sleeper. I've always had sleeping, you know, pr- trouble sleeping. So waking up and not seeing my husband there, you know, kind of, it's just, you know, sometimes kind of sad. And then you don't want to go back to sleep, you know, and you're just thinking about things too much. So that's probably the, the biggest thing. Difference. I, I like make. that. I like that idea. Yeah, when my husband's gone, is that I sleep on the couch. And then... I hadn't heard that before. But you know, I, I I can remember doing that, and I really didn't think of the psychological part of it. But I guess it kind of yeah. makes sense, you know. Yeah. So that's what I do. And my only other thing, um, since I really only have that one and this, is that I I leave the TV on, um, even if it's just even if you turn it down almost so that you can't hear it. Um, when I'm sleeping, it just kind of, it fills up my house with noise so that I'm not listening to the, you know, creaking of the house settling or the noises outside or whatever. Um, and I usually put it on like a Golden Girls rerun, something I've seen a million times. Or um, we have um, Dish Network, so I have like the satellite radio on my TV, and I just put it on something, just something to fill up your house with noise because I know when I'm by myself, every noise is, you know, somebody breaking my windows open or you know, some bad happening, and, and I was really bad about that. I know if you were listening, when I first moved out here, I had a, like, traumatic experience with my front door being open, but um, since then, I've gotten a lot better about it, and if you just fill your house with noise, I always have a radio on or a TV on, even if I'm not watching it, because it just feels better to have other voices in your house, and when it's quiet, I think you have a tendency to reflect inside too much, you know, to think too much and to to realize all the differences around you when you when you just have nothing to, to take your mind off of it. So those are my two tips. Oh, those those are good. I do. I know I have a tendency to, you know, leave the radio on. Yeah. Not so much. I mean, I I did I have been known to like leave the TV on and just fall asleep with the TV on, but then I I I always end up waking up, so then it wakes me up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So I can remember to put it on music, then it, it doesn't bother me. So I think it's a personal decision what works for you. But try a couple different things. I like the idea of using like um, relaxing music, whatever is relaxing to you, like mm-hmm. whether it's classical music or soft music or um, you know whatever kind of music that you like. That's not like dance club music. <laughs> None of <Yeah>. that. <laughs> no, like that. Oh gosh, I have this, you know, twelve-year-old that's wanting to download, you know, Jonas Brothers and Jesse McCartney and stuff in this little iPod Shuffle. That I've got these silly little tunes going in my brain. <laughs> nothing too great, you know, nothing too hip hoppy, dancing. Just nice, relaxing music. Um, I think it's good. And you know, a couple weeks ago, I told you guys I bought, I got this um, CD from Military One Source called Breathe. Uh-huh. And um. In my research, a lot of people talk about when it's time to go to sleep that you do, you know, deep breathing, diaphragmatic breathing, where when you breathe in through your nose, you can feel your stomach move out, not in, but out. Um, And on the CD, she talks about if you cannot quiet your brain, like you're trying to relax and trying to breathe deeply, but you're thinking about, okay, did I leave the iron on or... Oh gosh, I gotta remember to take the wa- the clothes from the washer and put them in the dryer, and I also gotta remember to you know whatever. And I can't believe I didn't have time to 
you know, vacuuming the floor or whatever today, where your brain is still racing while you're trying to deep breathe. She talks about counting to five when you breathe, when you take that deep breath. You take count to five as you breathe in, and five as you breathe out. And your brain has something to do. It's counting one, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one, and that stops your brain from thinking about whatever it wants to think about. <laughs> you can train That's it. That's very true. And you just reminded me of something else I do. Um, and I've done this for years and years. And for me, it's the song Silent Night. I think it's because I know all the words to it. But if I'm having, like, a really hard time focusing on going to sleep, I will just sing that song in my head so that that's what I'm thinking about instead of, you yeah. know, whatever else is going through my brain. So if you have, like, a song, like, it can even be the ABCs. just something that you can mindlessly sing, like you don't have to think about. Like, and just sing it inside your head. And when you catch yourself thinking about something else, you know, oh, you know, i got to sing my song. And I do that a lot, actually. Um, to this day, I'll be laying in bed singing Silent Night in my head just to try and get my brain off of all the crazy things I'm thinking about. So those are both very – the breathing thing is very important, too, though, because I know if you're laying in bed, sometimes if you're, like, anxious about your day tomorrow, you know, or you're – you're worried about something, if you catch yourself breathing too heavily, your body's not going to relax and let yourself go to sleep. You know, if, you're, if your body feels like you're still, you know, awake, it's not going to slow your breathing down and all that stuff. So, And I know it sounds silly. You know, people think, oh, deep breathing, how's that going to work? But if you do it right and you really just slow down, something happens and you just start to, your muscles start to relax. And that helps your brain relax and helps mm-hmm. you relax. So um, so that's a great one is to breathe. And I have a few more that I want to go through before we have to move on to the next thing. But um, aromatherapy is a really good one. And whether that's, you know, to spray some different kind of fragrance on your pillow, like they have some that smell like lavender or... Um, Different, you know, fragrances will make you feel relaxed. Or um, I like this fragrance from Bath and Body Works called the Eucalyptus Spearmint. I love just, that one. Oh my gosh, oh, I can't believe you mentioned it because it's my favorite. <laughs> oh my gosh, so I love that. And they have this lavender thing too that you can spray on your pillow, and or you can get a lotion and. Um, you know, just put it on your, you know, on your hands and feet or whatever to help you, you know, get your brain switched off into the regular daytime things, into evening things to relax. So that's a good thing, aromatherapy. Try not to have any caffeine late in the day. Um, if you can, you know, if you do like tea, there's a, something called a sleepy time tea that I've had before. And I don't do it often, but I'm when I'm really tired, but I can't fall asleep, that weird kind of thing. I'll make mm-hmm. myself a cup of tea. And I don't even drink the whole thing. It's just the fact I'm holding a warm cup of, you know, this drink, and I'll, sometimes I'll drink about a quarter or to a half of it. And uh, whether you like that or hot cocoa, whatever kind of treat you want to give yourself, but the cocoa is going to have caffeine in it, so that's probably not a great idea. And or warm sugar. milk. Yeah, and sugar. But tea, um, just make sure it doesn't have caffeine in it because then you might really not be able to fall asleep. That wouldn't be good. So, yes. So, um, 
those are all good things that you can do to help you fall asleep. The other things I had were um, to journal, and I the research that I did showed this too. You know, to get a journal, put it by your bedside, and just anything that's you know worrying that you've got on your mind, you just journal that and get it off of your mind, or write your sweetheart a letter, and um, so you realize that you know that you kind of close out the end of your day, and whatever you can't. You know, by journaling, it's sometimes you know you have all these things that you want to do, but if you write them down, it goes gets them off of your mind and onto paper. And then if it's something that you really need to do, you know you can check it off tomorrow as that you've done it. And uh, I think all those little tips will help us get a you know get you a bedtime routine to help you sleep better in the night. Because I know it's hard. It's hard. And one day yeah. you can be doing great. One week you could be doing great, and then the next week everything kind of gets all shuffled around again. So I just think they're good tips for everybody. Yeah. So we have some, let me see, some comments in the chat room that I want to write. Um, okay, so Marla is writing in the chat room. She said, someone once told me to write down anything that is in your head at that time. You can write it down and address it in the morning. I like that. That is a good idea. Yeah. Because sometimes you think, like I've done it before, and I'm like, oh, I have to remember to do this in the morning. I can't forget. I can't forget. If you write it down, it frees up your mind from having to remind you all the time. And uh, you can just let it go. That's right. And, um, yeah, I know. So I'm hoping that these tips will help you guys and help me as well in getting a good night's sleep every night from exercising to eating better to journaling, any kind of thoughts that are in our mind at the end of the day to the deep breathing, diaphragmatic breathing. I think these are all um, easy tips that we can do to help get a better night's sleep. I know it's not as good as when they're home, but um, it'll at least hopefully help you guys out. So let us know what you think of the, tip, the tips. And um, we're almost at the end of our show. Can you believe this, Hillary? I always I know, wonder, it goes like, so fast. I know. I always have so much more to say <laughs> than I think I do. I know. I'm usually like, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. yeah. But, um, okay, so I do have a couple of things. We're going to move on to the next um, that I want to share. Big things are happening. Like there's this one big movie coming on this weekend. Um, have you heard of it? It's called Taking Chance. It's going to be on HBO. No, I haven't. You haven't? Um mm-hmm. It recently came across my radar, and it's called Taking Chance, and it's about, it's the story of a fallen hero who um, died in Iraq, he was 19 years old, and whenever a fallen hero, you know, is being transported from Iraq, once they get to the United United States, um, or Afghanistan, or wherever you know the tragedy occurred. Once they get to the United States, they're escorted by a military escort to their home. And this is the story of a uh, Marine Lieutenant Colonel who escorted this uh, 19-year-old Lance Corporal Chance Phelps home on his journey home. And it's a tearjerker. It's Kevin Bacon stars in the movie. It's going to be on HBO this weekend. And um, a couple months ago when they had the miniseries on HBO called um, Generation Kill, I think that's what it was called, I subscribed to HBO. And I think I only watched an episode and a half of that series 
even though I read the book and I liked the book. Um, well, I should say there were two books written. There was Generation Killed written, and then there was a book called um, The Making of a Marine Officer by Nate Fick. And I read the, sec- the, the Making of the Marine Officer, which was based from the same platoon. It was just two different authors, I guess. But it was a little bit too hardcore for me, so I didn't watch the whole thing. So hopefully I can get through this movie, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I've subscribed to HBO for my three-month free trial, which I thought was kind of convenient. Um, but uh, So if you guys don't have HBO and you want to see it, usually your provider will let you have a free trial. So you can um, check it I'll out. I'll have to read about it. Yeah, it's it's a tearjerker. I mean, I know when Craig was in Afghanistan, he would always talk about, you know, he would just absolutely hate when he had to go to a fallen hero ceremony. And he's like, I can't watch that movie. Um, but I think it's a story that so many Americans, you know, we don't, we we hear of the casualties, we hear of the numbers of men and women lost, but there's no real person behind those numbers. And sometimes I think that it's easy for the American public to just, Mm-hmm. To not realize there is two wars going on, and I think that anything that can share the stories of these fallen heroes is so to make these people become human to um, the regular everyday American who just keeps going about their life with no clue as to what's being sacrificed for them. I think is um, something that uh, is nice to have and. I'm surprised that, you know, hopefully it doesn't end up being an anti-war, anti-kind of thing. I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes that can happen, and I don't like anti-war type stuff. I I don't like war, but I just have to be careful. Well, I think the important thing is is sometimes anti-war becomes, you know, it it doesn't say very nice things about the people who are fighting the war for us. That's right. And no matter how you feel about it, you know, there needs to be a certain level of respect for the people who are doing it instead of you, um, who are doing it for you. Because whether you agree with, you know, it or not, the fact of the matter is is that they're doing it for you. You know, they're doing it for our country and, you know. Well, and, you know, and and also, you know, the when the American, when the average American votes for their congressman or senator, and that congressman or senator voted for a war, then they are endorsing that war. And these guys just don't all of a sudden decide they're going to go pick a war somewhere. I mean, no, they're asked to go, and they volunteer to go. So um, I think this story is called Taking Chance. It airs on HBO on February 21st at 8 p.m. I think that's 8 p.m. Eastern. You can check out the website. You just go to hbo.com and look for Taking Chance, and you can read the article there by Lieutenant Colonel Michael Strobel, and um, he uh, is a de- Desert Storm veteran with 17 years of military service who um, escorts the uh, fallen hero 19-year-old Lance Corporal Chance Phelps, is his name, across the country. And I think it's uh, it'll be an inspiring, tear-jerking story, but I encourage you guys, if you can, to watch it. I'm going to watch it. We'll see. Hopefully I can get through it all. I'm sure I'll report back with my box of tissues empty. I know those oh, yeah. stories are hard to watch, but I think mm-hmm. it's, you know, an important story to tell. So so I had that information to put out. And um let's see what else can I tell you guys. If you haven't spoke if you haven't voted for the military spouses of the year contest, 
over at millspouse.com. Go ahead and do that. It's sponsored by USAA, who we love. Um, and that voting only goes until March 4th. So there's only a couple weeks left. So go over there and vote for your favorite military spouse. They have all the finalists that are represented from each branch, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, um, and I think Coast Guard, yes, and Coast Guard. So check it out at millspouse.com and just look for a military spouse to see here and you can vote. But you have to vote by March 4th to get counted, so don't miss out on that. All right, Hillary, what else do we have? Do we have anything else? I think that's all I have to uh, report on today. I know you showed me a couple new pictures. If you're, um, if you have somebody deployed, and you are like, if you like going on the internet, trying to keep up with the stories I released, you need to check out Navy.mil and Wendy. I'm sure you have countless websites that you can go onto, and the Navy releases photos. Yes. And um, like I've That's seen, does I've yet to see one. I've yet to see one of my husband this time, but I found one of my husband last time. And um, there are several of his boat and a couple of his planes on there. They have the big, you know, logo from his squadron on it. So you never know when you might can catch, you know, your loved one, you know, working hard, and they snap a picture of it and post it on the Internet. So, Yeah, the one they had up recently was very cool. You can go to Navy.mil, or if you're listening to us and your husband's not in the Navy, you can go to DefenseLink.mil defenselink.mil and look at the photo gallery and they post different pictures in there all the time. Air Force, Army, Navy, uh, Marine Corps and you can just see what's up there for the day and this one I'm going to print out which is really cool and I have one that I have at work that's on my little cubby that is of a submarine I can't remember, the. I think it was the Newport News um, pulling in right before Christmas and it has one of the guys dressed in a Santa suit. I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> so they're like mooring the boat up to shore. And there's guys topside on the submarine, and then there's Santa walking down the top of the submarine. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. So you never know what you're going to see, I guess, is my point. If you, And I think it's a good right. point to make. You know, sometimes we, we check these things or have a great resource that we um, take for granted, and we don't think that, you know, we think everybody knows about it. So um, this is an easy one that uh, you can check and see what kind of new post, new pictures they have every day, and you can share with your mom, your mom-in-law, dad, dad-in-law uh, about their sailor. And I think it's um, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I love I I would love to see a picture of of my husband, you know, out there. I think it just makes you feel good and makes you very proud, you know, when you can find a picture of your your sailor or your soldier or, you know, what have you, doing their job, you know, and working hard and, you know, out there for what they're there for. So you can kind of brag about them a little bit. And uh, you don't have to worry. I One thing I like about his pictures is that the Navy release them, so I don't have to worry about sending the picture to everybody because, you know, it's it's not like, um, you know, I was emailed the picture. Because you have to be careful sometimes when, you get pictures from them, like, emailed to you, directly to you, that wasn't released by the Navy, because it might not be a picture that the Navy wants, you know, spread right. around. But um, if the Navy released it, you know, you can blow it up to, you know, 
however big you want and put it on your garage door if you want. I mean, show it off to everybody. So. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so we put those in the chat room. It's defenselink.mail and navy.mail are both of those web addresses, so you guys can check those out. Okay, so coming up on Navy Wife Radio, we have um, Megan is going to come on and talk about Compass in your area, and that's a a resource for new mili- new and not so new and uh, folks that have been around a while, um, Navy spouses to give them an introduction into the Navy um, programs, support services, etc. It's a great thing whether you're um, thinking about wanting to be an ombudsman or leading an FRG group or you're just kind of wondering what all are the resources out there um, available to you as a Navy wife. And so she's going to come on and talk about the Navy Compass program that's coming. And um, we have some other great guests coming up. And the beginning of March, we'll have an interview with Pat Rabby from Hay Shipwreck. Hopefully it will be live from a Starbucks and Banger somewhere. <laughs> we'll see about that. And um, and Hillary, oh, Hillary, before we go, can you give everybody a little rundown about the website and why they should go yeah. there? Excuse me, I know we haven't talked about it in a couple of weeks, I guess, because we weren't on the air last week, but we have a website called com. That's our kind of like our our home page, our, our base. I know we still have the WordPress site that I try and update sometimes with my stuff, but... Um, you know, we have MyMillLife.com, and it's a social network site for military spouses. So if you have Facebook or MySpace or anything like that, you can come to My Mill Life and meet some amazing women who are, um, you know, spouses of um, of military men. And so they're going to know what you're talking about. They're going to feel for you. They're going to be, you know, connected to you. We're all one big military family. You can sign up, start a profile, you know, make a cute page, start a blog. And um, we have forums there that I try and post, you know, little blurbs in every once in a while. And um, and you can uh, post pictures of you and your military man um, up there. And we love to see them. You just make, need to make sure that when you do sign up, your name needs to make sure that it's not an OPSEC violation. Your um, photos need to be um, OPSEC proof. You know, if you, especially if you're posting pictures of your man in a uniform, um, make sure that there's no rank showing or um, squadron names or anything like that showing, you, which... You can easily just edit it out, you know, open that paint and put a little black dot over it or something like that. So, and um, you sign up and, and meet some great friends. And, you know, Wendy and I post there. We post show, show updates there. And um, it's a lot of fun. So it's www.mymillife.com. Yes, and you have to put that www in there for whatever reason until we fix that. Um Oh, okay, I almost forgot. Uh, Tara in the chat room is reminding me. Um, she had emailed me through My Mill Life asking me about Military Spouse Conference. She's like, I have a great idea. Navy Wife Radio should have a conference. I want to come. I'll fly there. <laughs> and, um, and so I told her, I'm like, well, you know, we actually had a conference in Jacksonville, Florida, and Sarah Smiley came and spoke, and it was a great time, and um, and we want to do another one. So I guess, you know, um, depending um, on, you know, what kind of response we get and, you know, life's a little bit different for me. Before I worked at home, now I have like a regular day job where i got to be somewhere at a certain time and um, I don't get to like just 
you know, kind of make my own schedule. It's a little bit harder to get time off. But it would be great to either go to someplace like um, San Diego or Norfolk or uh, Bremerton because we've been to Jacksonville already. Um, or it would be good to do it in California, I think, because um, it would be close to Hillary. And uh, so we'll see. So we want to get your, your input. You know, one of the things that that uh, Tara brought up was to have something to talk about resources for um, spouses for job employment and education, et cetera. So that would be a kind of a different take to it than what we did before, which was more of a social event. But, um, but yeah, so, um, you know. So to keep everyone posted on that. Yeah. So send us your ideas. Um, our last one was in Jacksonville, like I said, and we have pictures posted. You can go to NavyWifeRadio.com and just click, click through. We still have the old link up there that just says a thank you to our sponsors where we have it up, and you can look up, look at old pictures from our night in Jacksonville, and you can uh, uh, check out what we ha- what we did there. And uh, But I think the next one we do would be during the day if we're going to do like a seminar-type format, which I think would be fun. Um, but anyway, so yeah, you know, I don't know of any other military spouse conferences coming out right now. I know Tara, I went to the one at Fort Campbell uh, in February, in February, in December. She does Army Wife Talk Radio. Um, that's ArmyWifeTalkRadio.com. They do something called a field exercise at Army posts, and um, it's very Army centric. But they do talk about deployments. So if your husband's on an IA and there's a field exercise going on near you, I would highly, highly recommend it. They do a great program. Um, but um, I know they're going to go to Fort Bliss, which is in Texas, not really near anything Navy, and. They're going to go someplace else that I can't think of. So when those dates get released, I'll be sure to post it on the website for anybody that lives near those areas that wants to go and hang out and um, to that kind of a military spouse conference because uh, it's top-notch. They go all out. It's great. You get lots of free stuff. You get a meal. USAA covers the whole thing. They're awesome. And um, AFES is another big sponsor for them. So it's a, it's a great great thing. So, yeah, I don't see why we couldn't do another one. Absolutely. We'd have to get you somewhere, Hillary. You'd have to. Yeah. So I'm thinking San Diego might be good because it would be close to where you are. Yep. And on Spouse Bus mm-hmm. Conference, when I went for that like a year or so ago in May, um, when I was a part of that conference, it was in San Diego, and that was a lot of fun. That was sponsored by Military.com and USA. So I know there's Military Spouse Conferences out there. They're just you're right, there's not enough of them, you know, in the chat room. I know there's just not enough not enough of them. But, um, but okay, well, send us your ideas, everybody, and we'll start doing some research and see what we can come up with. I think it would be fun. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, everybody. Well, Hillary, you got anything else before we say goodnight? Nope. I'm, nope. I think we had fun, great show, lots of information. Yes. And uh, lots of people in the chat room, so that was really exciting. I know. We love, love seeing all you guys in, in there. Chat. It makes so it so much fun. Week. Yes, thanks, Marla, for moderating the chat. Um, all right, everybody, um, I want to say thanks for listening tonight. If you have a topic or a guest you'd like discussed on our show, you can email us at wendy at Navy Wife Radio, or you can email Hillary at... Hillary at NavyWifeRadio.com. 
Okay, and our show tonight is sponsored by AskTheChief.com, helping sailors by answering their questions since 2002. Our disclaimer is we are not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are our own and do not reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the author's. Should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional. So, all right, well, thanks, Hillary. Thank you. See you next week. Okay, see you next week. Thanks, everybody in the chat room. You've been listening to Navy Wife Radio. Please visit us online at NavyWifeRadio.com for upcoming showtimes, archive shows, and guest information. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.